Hey, I'm Mike Logan. I'm Garrett Elzinga. And, and this, this better, better be good. good. You know what it is? It's a weekly podcast where Garrett and I review a movie before seeing it and review it again after seeing it. And this week we are doing Gemini Man. Garrett's super stoked. Are you? I was. When, uh, I mean, I wasn't ever. I, I'm stoked by the... Um, I'm stoked by the the, the, the the filmmaking standpoint of this film. Like, the idea of completely digitally recreating somebody in a computer and having them act against each other. But didn't you see the Will Smith thing mm-hmm. where he... The YouTube video? Yeah, 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 but it's like him with a thing. Yeah, but what they do is... So I watched the behind-the-scenes thing about how they do this technology. I didn't click it. I don't care. But <laughs> I want you to tell people. Um, so if you don't know what this movie is, uh, let me go into a description real quick before I, uh, you know... Just, I mean, pull up the synopsis. This is the for, quickest synopsis I've ever read. Pull up the synopsis for Looper, and then we'll be good. An over-the-hill hitman faces off against a younger clone of himself. Wow. That's the whole plot. Holy shit. Way Nin- to go, Ang Lee. 90 minutes, right? Master storyteller Ang Lee here. Um, I think it's more than 90. It's two hours. Fuck. Uh, um, Dude. Why'd you think it was going to be 90 minutes? Because, I mean, how do you stretch it? When has Ang Lee ever made a movie less than two hours? Ugh. I mean, this is going to suck, man. <laughs> So, you can already tell my opinions. So, I um, I'm so what they do is he does the acting right, mm-hmm. and they have you know face markers on him and stuff like that, and they take him completely out of the scene and they rebuild him in the computer using his face, facial you know acting okay. as reference points. So it's not like um. When, like, Marvel de-ages somebody. It's not like that. Yeah. They're, they're they use a younger person, and then they they put the person's plastic face over there, yeah. basically. So what they did is they built the entire character in the computer. Well, they did the same thing with Chappie. No. Uh, uh, Trunchal Copley was on set in a mo- mocap suit for that. Yeah, yeah. There was no... I mean, what I say... So, but they, but then they took him completely out of what the What you do frame. with a mocap suit is you put an image over top of it. So like he's he doesn't get erased from the the frame. No 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 they I'm they I'm pretty sure like with behind the scenes stuff they took like they had him do it for like lighting and stuff like that and then completely took him out and had to repaint in the thing. Well then why would I, he wear a mocap suit? Exactly. But I watched a, I watched a thing on uh, Corridor Crew. Guys, if you are into movies like we are, check out Corridor Crew on YouTube. They are fantastic. Also check out the channel Corridor Digital because that's yes, where their actual content. Their actual shows. content is there. But uh, yeah, they were reviewing Chappie, and I'm pretty sure that's what they said. I could be completely wrong. When it comes to mocap suits, you don't usually take the person out of the scene. You just paint over top of them. Mm. With this, so he wasn't wearing a mocap suit. He had like markers on his face and cameras pointed towards his face. But everything else, they just pff, took oh. him out. Build it from scratch. I'm interested about the idea of this technology. Oh, boy. Well, also, I like Will Smith, man. Like, I d- dude, I mean, I used to, and then now, like, <clears throat> he has been so focused on his career since day one, where there was a scene where he played a gay guy, right? And then he, like, the whole idea, this is... Six degrees the, of separation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But like, he's supposed to kiss the guy, and then, like, the way that he wanted it to be was, like, so he wasn't actually kissing the guy. Because he didn't want he that also to come like back to bite him in the ass. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And this wouldn't happen today, obviously, but back then it would. But um, it's just, it's an interesting thing. Like, he's continually been focused about his career, but then cut to now, where it's like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, all the movies that he's been in lately, like Seven Pounds, After Earth, Gemini Man, I mean, they're, t- like, terribly reviewed. And yeah. it's just really interesting to see, like, he's become more of a YouTube sensation than he has he's huge in an actor. Yeah. I know. And it's like... Man, I mean, you, kudos to a guy for being able to transition. I mean, he knew that he knew movies weren't working for him, and he wanted another media to express himself, and he found it on YouTube. Well, then quit making movies. You know, that's the thing. That's that's where you and I differ. Is like I agree with you. He's made a slew of bad films. Oh yeah. But I want him to make a good one. Like, but I this want him isn't to come it. Back. Well, I, 
I'm reserving my judgment for okay. seeing it, but I just want Will Smith to succeed. He's so likable and charming. Yeah. And, like, we grew up with him, and I don't want him to just, like, turn into a has-been, which he kind of... Like, he uh, is. Well, he's not a has-been because he's got a second life now on YouTube. Yeah. So, I mean, like, he's got a whole new fan base to appeal to now. Like, my daughter's a fan of Will Smith because she thinks he's a YouTuber. <sighs> like, I said, hey, you know Will Smith, right? And she says, oh, you mean the YouTuber? And I'm like, no, the fucking rapper. Like... I mean, he's, well, that's the thing is, like, he's constantly reinvented himself, but I feel like if he came out with an album tomorrow, it would still be great, like, you know. I don't know, he came out, his last album wasn't that great. What, when was that? It was a Willennium? Oh, oh yeah, was that a, was pretty good. There was one after that, it, was, it had Switch Lost on and it. Found. Is that what it's called? I don't know, but I'm just <laughs> assuming, because he's lost and, he, I mean, he still hasn't been found. Yeah, I can't but. remember what it's called, but it had that song Switch, and that song was kind of a hit, but then the rest of the album tanked. This movie has tanked so far at the box office. Oh, I know, because Joker crushed two weeks in a row. Dude, nothing is going to top Joker. I've been thinking about it more and more um, since we recorded the last episode. And guys, if you haven't listened to it yet and you're listening to Gemini Man, I don't know what you're doing, but uh, check out Joker, the episode, because... Uh, Lost and Found. Yeah, that's what it's called. Oh, wow, I was right. Holy shit. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, so... But I mean, I, I feel like if he dropped an album, it would be good. But that's the thing, is like he's transitioning to these other things, but hasn't... Um, you know, like, the movies have just suffered. And it's like, you can still read a script, right? What are you doing? Well, when you read the script for this film, you think this is going to be, it's interesting, it's groundbreaking, like, it's... uh, I I feel like the last good movie he had was Pursuit of Happiness, right? Probably, yeah. Yeah, that's a long time ago. 2007? That came out when I was in high school. And I know that was only 10 years ago. (laughs) But it's still, that's a long time to make a lot of good movies. And they're just like I mean, collateral beauty. I mean, come mm. on, man. After Earth, yeah. I or, liked Bright, and that was the Netflix movie, yeah, right? I so, like that. It didn't get great reviews though. Yeah, yeah, it didn't. Uh, but God, man, I just—it's just such a bummer to see someone who's like it's like a childhood hero. Like this guy was in everything that was great, and then Bad Boys for Life that's coming out. I heard that trailer's terrible. I haven't watched it. I like the trailer. It's, it's yeah. It's I mean, if you like Bad Boys, you like the trailer. Okay. If right. you don't like Bad Boys, don't do it. Oh, I, I love Bad Boys too. I love Bad Boys one. Except Going cars uh, of people and stuff. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty great. Uh, but I did want to say about the Joker. So I've been thinking a lot about Joker, and uh, more and more like. Just how media has completely spun the narrative of the story about how it's about incels and all that stuff. Like we talked well, about. Well, media in that hasn't episode. done that. That's been people. Oh, it's been like media reporting on it. Be like, well, I mean, you know, there could be a school shooting or not a school shooting. You don't show it at school, but a theater shooting. So there's been like up security and everything like that. Like the news reporting on that is only spinning it. So it's like this is a dangerous movie, mm-hmm. and it's just. It's interesting to watch media spin a narrative, and then people pick up on it, and then people start saying it, and then media picks up on what the people are saying, so mm-hmm. then it's all this age of spin. Meanwhile, the movie is, like, really good. So, anyway, there's that. Listen to that episode. I also want to thank people for listening to this podcast. I feel like we don't thank people enough. It means a lot. Yeah. So thank you, guys. <laughs> I know you don't, uh, you know donate anything but that's fine i mean i you know just as long as people are clicking and listening and uh you know caring about our you know opinions it's great speaking of opinions we got to talk about gemini man how do you feel about ang lee um i've seen hulk Mm -hmm. and brokeback mountain life of pi i never saw life of pi I've heard it's great. So good, man. Um, which his special effects for that are fantastic, right? He's always he's always kind of pushed, <clears throat> except for Brokeback Mountain. He's always pushing the edge when it comes to like. Oh well, I mean the, the backdrops of that. I'm pretty sure like well, yeah, a lot, it's a there's a lot of CG film, yeah. too in there too. Um, um, but your yeah, Life of Pi was 
just an interesting undertaker it's weird if you haven't seen it but um people who've seen the movie know it's about a guy who gets stranded on a boat with a giant tiger yeah the tiger is fake and well yeah the tiger's completely cgi but yeah, yeah. it's very convincing like it looks real as fuck yeah more than lion king because the tiger doesn't have to emote <laughs> the tiger's only thinking i'm gonna eat you now um oh fuck i forgot he did crush a tiger hidden dragon. yeah he did i mean yeah. he he's got a good that's the thing though is like they're all that's the problem i'm going to have with this movie uh is that they are all well-written movies with dynamic characters they dive deep but they also have that cg or that the special effects that like can help the story Mm -hmm. this seems like it's the other way around where the cg has been in development forever and then they get a director to do it and then none of the characters are fleshed out it's going to be just a generic story like if you could take looper the story of that, the plot, and then do, you know, this special effects with, you know, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Or, uh, this Bruce movie um, has had a lot of production problems, like, it, it, mm. as far as getting to being filmed. Once yeah. it started production, it was fine. But, I mean, the script was handed off to people for about the last 15 years. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. it's been shuffled around, different actors have been attached to it, different directors and stuff. And they finally landed on Will Smith and Ang Lee. Um, I just, I mean, Ang Lee is a great storyteller. And he's got a great eye. Yeah. Um, I do think that the downfall of this movie is going to be like you just said. Like, I think it's a movie built around CGI as opposed to CGI built to complement a movie. Which, and I and I will say, uh, Hulk, which he did that, right? You, you know, I'm going to say the movie's underrated. I'm going to say I right completely now. agree. I think yeah. it's better than the Edward Norton one. I agree. I think that Hulk, Ang Lee Hulk is great. I will stand by it. I don't think it's great, but I definitely think it's a good movie. I think it was uh, inventive. For the, like, making it, like, that was the big thing was, like, people said the CG sucked, but it was good for the time, right? Mm-hmm. And then also um, the the comic book panels, like, yeah. all that stuff, people were like, that was stupid. That was distracting. It's like, well, it's fucking different. Yeah. So there's that. I mean, that scene where, like, Hulk smashes through that mirror and grabs Eric Bana yeah. by the throat. It's a fucking great scene. How about the dogs, right? Remember the crazy dogs? The dogs. Nick Nolte's in that, right? Nick Nolte's in that. He plays the, yeah, yeah, his dad. Right? Yeah. Yeah, something like that. But. I don't know. This movie has all the components to be a good film, but I unfortunately, I, 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 oh, I don't think it's going to be a it's great gonna film. It's going to fail, man. I, I don't. I mean, it already has. But well, Let's uh, talk about, I mean, box office numbers. It's made $20 million last weekend. That ain't $20 million on a $150 million budget. That's so bad. $20 million. I mean, that's here, right? That's worldwide, man. That's global? I'm pretty sure. Let me check. Let no, me check, check global, because China's crazy. I mean, well, they I don't think to. it's come out in China yet. Oh. I don't think people are really seeing movies in China right now. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Too busy protesting. Uh, too busy burning LeBron James jerseys. Are they really? Did you not hear about this? No, I didn't know about that. Uh, we'll talk about it off air. Okay. Cool. Um, these people don't care about sports. <laughs> I mean, maybe you do. I don't well, I know. mean, you care about civil unrest. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, let's. We're getting pretty close to crunch time here. Um, let's get our our final thoughts. Um, Garrett, what do you what do you what do you think? What do you think going into this? I mean, uh, well, I'll look up these box office numbers. I'm just not excited. Uh, I mean, we have some good movies coming up, that's for sure. And this one was the one that, I, like, I sent Mike the text and I said, "What time or what movie are we seeing this week?" And then he immediately sent back Gemini Man, and I, I think I sent back, "Ugh," because yeah, I am not excited for this movie. I'm just not. I, I don't care. Um, you know, it, it didn't grab me by the trailers. Um, it's funny watching a CG character um, emote because it's just a young Will Smith pouting. That's all it looks like from the trailers. Uh, I'm I'm not excited, but I mean, you know, we'll see it for the pod. We've already done half half of the pod. 
There we go. We got to go through it now. We got to do the second half. So, I mean, I'm, I don't know. I'm going to give it a five. It can go either way. I mean, all I'm looking for is just some semblance of a good story. Give me something I haven't seen before, you know? Um, five pouting CG baby Will Smiths out of ten. There we go. Um, $20 million. $20.5 million. Uh, doesn't save. I think it's just uh, uh, in America. Finished third behind the Adams family, which actually made thirty point two million dollars. Well, that's a kid's movie. Joker so far has made uh, it made ninety the first weekend, and I think it made an additional what seventy the second weekend, something like that. Yeah, it only had a forty three percent drop, which is a pretty uh, small drop. Mm-hmm. Um, Joker has made five hundred and forty million dollars worldwide, worldwide on a fifty five million dollar budget. Yeah, that's that's Oof. insane, and it's also a good movie. It's not one of these like cookie cutter carbon copies, you know. That yeah, have, like it's so deep. Spare the spoilers. Oh, I'm not going to say, but it's, it's, yeah, it's more deep than people are letting on. It's, I've been thinking about it constantly. So, um, I, I want this movie. I want Will Smith to get a fucking win, man. Like he hasn't made a bunch of flops because Suicide Squad was a financial success. (laughs) Dude, it made $730 million. It did. And it is utter shit. It's not a great film. Um, I just want this to be good. Clive Owens in this movie. We didn't even talk about Clive Owens in this movie. Clive Owens. Um, Mary Elizabeth Weinstein. These are all really Wait, great actors. Mary Elizabeth Winstead, right? Weinstead? Winstead? I thought you said Weinstein. No, I said Weinstead. I'm pretty sure it's Winstead. Well, let's ask her. Hey, El- hey, hey Mary. Here she comes. Hey, Mary. hey everybody. Hey, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. <laughs> Winstead. Oh, boy. Um, I don't know, man. Part of me, like, you, you, you listeners, you guys know I'm, the, I'm usually the optimistic one. I yep. want people to be. To, to, to be happy and win and I don't I just, I'm gonna go conservative and give it a five and a half mm. five and a half um, how come you don't want me man out of town <laughs> classic episode of Fresh Prince yeah, man this fucking piece dad. of shit dad comes dad in dad leaves um, so yeah you're gonna hear an ad and then the trailer and then uh, we'll be back in just a minute tell me something why is it so hard for you to kill this man? He knew every move of mine before I made it. I'd have him right there to take the shot. I wanna and he'd be gone like a ghost. Do you really wanna live forever? Who is he? I think I know why he's as good as you. He is you. 25 years ago, they made you from me. They chose me because there's never been anybody like me. We have to end this right now. You have all of his gifts without his pain. You made a person out of another person. Then you sent me to kill him. You made a choice to do this to me. This thing that you are struggling with is fear. Embrace it. And then overcome it. Of all the people in the world to come after me, why would he send you? 
Let's see. Mike Logan, how many followers do you have? On which platform? Instagram. 1,295. Yeah. Yeah, he does. Uh, one time. Uh, have no service in here. Ah, I don't want an apartment service here anyway. horrible in here. Gotta get that Wi-Fi. You ready? Yeah. It's made out of brick, so. Hey, everybody. Uh, welcome back to the show. Uh, Jared and I are just trying to figure out how much of influence I have on social media to get a free apartment at Studio Park. <laughs> well, you can get, uh, you can, I mean, pay money to see movies at Studio Park. This theater, can we just talk about how great this theater is? We can, yes. It is made Steve, every... Steve, you out of here? No, I'll be back. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> I wanted to stop and hear this part. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, go ahead, man. <laughs> Uh, it's just, I mean, we, so the, did we see it on the biggest screen We again? did, Theater One, the, yeah. Theater One. We saw Joker uh, last week. Jizo Pete's, it's so beautiful. Yeah, it is. It's, it's the, it just, I mean, it just every, so does every theater have that thing where it's like the, the baby tray, like it folds every out? Every theater has, the every recliners. theater is the same as that one. Amazing. They all have laser projection screens, they all have the highest quality Dolby sound, amazing recliners, tray tables for your food. Dude, that guy to my right put all his food on, that was supposed to be my seat. But all oh. this shit was on the fucking tray table there instead of his own tray table. What an asshole. And then he like shushed you before the movie started and then talked the whole movie. Whoa, what? You didn't Someone hear that? shushed me? I didn't tell you because I didn't want you to freak out on it. <laughs> no, what did he say? I was, wasn't even talking. It was right before the, the, the production company started and you said, uh, okay, baby, let's do this. And he goes, shh. I didn't say that at yeah, all. Did. I said, didn't, I think I said something like, oh, I gotta turn my phone off or something no. like that. What you, did said, I you said, okay, baby, let's do this. Oh, man. Yeah. Okay. And then well. he's like, shh. And then he fucking talked the whole movie. Oh, he did talk the whole movie. Yeah. I thought someone was talking yeah, to was our him. right, but I didn't know it was him. It was well, I'm going to go find him and <laughs> slit his throat. <laughs> That's why I didn't tell you what had happened. What a fucking <laughs> asshole. Um, uh, yeah, the theaters are gorgeous. If you have not been to Studio Park in Grand Rapids, Michigan, come down here, go see a movie, hopefully one of us on Theater One, because it's the largest screen in Michigan. It really is, like, the best theater in the area. It yeah. has So everyone goes to AMC because of the... The uh, the recliner seats or whatever, mm-hmm. but these are better. Yeah. My back doesn't hurt afterwards. And then also, um, you you can like recline so much that you sink into the seat. So you like you become one with the theater. You become the teapot. You become everything, and it's great. And I love it. And uh, also, I don't know if you noticed, but the theater <clears throat> is staggered in a way that you'll, nobody's you'll never see anybody in front of you. You never see any. You can. I mean, you could probably bring. You, you could probably get like the hearing. Headphones or whatever, right? Do they mm-hmm. have that here? For, yeah, everyone. Every but theater does. you can put that on and you don't even have to fucking hear anybody. Also, they claim, I don't know if it's true because I haven't seen anybody on their phone. Maybe it's true. You can't see anybody if they're on their phone in front of you. And oh, just, you definitely I realized can't. Just, I just said I couldn't tell because I haven't seen it. Yeah. I, I just confirmed it for myself. It's funny that you answered your own question <laughs> yeah. with a, qu- a question. But no, it's uh, yeah, amazing. But yeah, so. Studio Park, come down here, see a movie. Catch a flick, guys. Catch a flick. Catch a flick. All right. Speaking of flicks. The flick we saw was Gemini Man, and uh, I will start. Okay. Um, so it stars Will Smith. We talked about all this before. It is funny how we just talked about this two hours ago, and how optimistic you were, and how immediately I was like, oh, it's going to be shit. And I started to turn. In the beginning of the movie, I was just like, okay, I can see where this could be good. Interesting. Okay, it's setting up his character and blah, blah, blah. And then we have about 45 minutes of just character setup mm-hmm. and exposition and it's just fucking exposition dump from every character. Yeah. And you're learning so much about this world that you're like, okay, well you should have showed us this world somehow. It's it's that you have that character where it's like, well, we've done a lot of missions together, bud. Yeah. And it's like, yes, we have a friend. And we've you're like, the same oh. tattoo. <laughs> yeah, that's like really accentuated the whole time and it's this weird shamrock. So you're meeting all these people and Will Smith is like retiring. That's the whole idea of the of the thing. And, um, but spoiler free, uh, 
it here's here's my sum up of the movie. It seems like a movie that has been in production and development since the 90s and never got made. It seems like a movie out of time where if you watch a movie from the 90s, you're like, oh, Snake Eyes, Face Off, uh, Breakdown, Blown a, blown I Away. Breakdown. Breakdown's great because it's different, but yeah. it's also like so 90s. Yeah. Broken Arrow, blow, uh, Blown Away. All these movies are staples of the 90s. They're like, that's such a 90s movie. But then you get a movie with uh, Johnny Depp, like Nick of Time. Mm, you ever great, seen that great one? Great movie. Great movie. Yeah. But uh, it's just like one that no one's really heard. Uh, Eraser, like these weird Arnold Schwarzenegger. This movie is 100% 90s. It's an idea that's been floating around since the 90s. You can totally tell. And uh, I don't think it's good. I think it is not. It's not good. <laughs> it's just not good. I don't even think it would have been good in the 90s. That's what I that's also I think what I it mean. would have been good in the 90s. Um, but I agree with that sentiment. Um, it does have <clears throat> But is Broken Arrow good? No, no, I don't think everyone thought it was though. No, that's what I think this movie would be. Um, but it's like guilty pleasure. If it that's the thing. If it was coming from if it was made in the 90s, you'd look at it now and be like, "Oh, guilty pleasure, fun, shitty goof-off movie." I think the pro- I think the movie has a tone problem. Goodbye, everybody. Okay. <laughs> um, I think you're right. Like you're the nail in the head with like a movie that's kind of out of time. Like it's from the '90s, and I think it has a tone problem where it doesn't know if it wants to be a serious action film or like a buddy cop kind of film, yeah. or like a world traveling romp kind of film. There's just a lot of different elements that all kind of combine into one mishmash of a film. Yeah, and like I'm with it's you. Also, not funny. I'm with you. There's like the first 25 minutes. I was just like, this could be a good movie. I was yeah. Like, Will Smith's character, like you got him, you understood him. They were like you said, the world building was happening. They were a little clunky with the world building, um, like it was all exposition dumps, and they could have done them more creative, creatively. But I mean that, I mean, it's just disappointing coming from Ang Lee, who is such a creative director. Well, you can tell he's trying to put his spin on it with like you know directing and camera angles and lighting and everything. But also green screen, terrible in this movie. Did you notice? Yeah, there's like, a lot of green screen when they're on the bullet train. And then the background behind them is just like green screen, and it's painfully obvious. I was I was more aware of it in uh, any of the outdoor scenes that were using green screen. That le- there was a lot of them, which I thought was weird. Yeah, that later too. I'm like, why don't you just film on location? Oh, because it'll be really expensive. They probably we, did we've, reshoots. We've put a ton of money into the uh, into the the CG. That also, spoiler alert, not fucking good. Okay, so which leads me to uh, 25 minutes into the movie, I'm like, this is a really good movie, and the second that Will Smith's clone shows up is when this movie lost me. Yeah. And it's because, it's what I went into in the first half. How I said, they don't use motion capture, (coughs) they built the character in computers, which makes the character suffer so badly. Yes. Like, there's no weight to him. Yeah. He's floaty, his movements aren't realistic, and that's the problem with not using a mocap suit. Dude, it's the Black Panther thing. The last scene in Black Panther, it's the exact same thing. There's no weight. There's no weight to them. And I I think that a lot of people who use CGI, I don't... You gotta add weight to things. Like yeah. the, the human eye can tell when something isn't real. That's what the uh, you hear us throw on the term "uncanny valley." We've done it before. Like yeah. We talked about Star Wars. We talked about um, Avengers, um, Captain Marvel. By the way, which had no uncanny valley in it in Captain Marvel for mm-hmm. um, Sam Jackson. Oh yeah, uncanny valley is when your eye can easily spot something that isn't a real human yes. skin. And this movie has a lot of that. Like the way, yeah, go it's ahead. just so obvious that he's a CGI character, and there isn't any moment in the film where I think to myself, "Okay, I'm lost in this now. I, I accept him as part of this world." The entire film, it's painfully obvious that this thing is created in a computer, yeah. and it looks laughably bad at some point. I mean, the, the fucking end of the movie—no spoilers here. The back of his head looked amazing, but the, the end of the movie has him like just in daylight, and yeah. it just looks 
awful. It's like, really god bad. awful. Like, I look, I'm, Garrett's literally laughing next to me <laughs> during laughing. this scene. Yeah. And, it just and looks, then the guy next to you was like, shh. Yeah. <laughs> and then it just looks so bad. I'm just look, I'm watching it, and I'm like, the scenes that are at night were fine. Like, they were passable. But anytime Some he was, of them. Anytime he was in daylight, I was just like, oh, this thing is There's not real. actually one scene he was in daylight where I was like, oh, that doesn't look half bad. And then that scene at the end happened, and I was like, wait, what the fuck? I leaned over, and I was like, there's a, there a huge drop in quality yeah. all of a sudden. It's, it's probably just because, like, they outsource this work to a bunch of different companies, and they're probably trying to push it so quickly. So it it you do have people. This is another thing they talked about in Corridor Crew. But you do have people actually making these things, and there are deadlines that they have to meet. So it's like these people who are completely underpaid. Same thing happened with Sausage Party. We've talked about that in the podcast. Yeah. But it's like, it's all this rendering and shit like that that people have to actually do and make, and it's pro- that's probably the last scene. It was probably tacked on because of poor audience reception, and they thought for some reason we'll just throw this in with the fucking college. And it's like, did I spoil no, fuck it. Spoiler section now, guys. You're not gonna care. You don't. We don't give a shit if yeah, we, I mean, we spoil this movie for you guys. I all I said was college. I'm gonna tell you to avoid this film. Is what I'm gonna do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you can watch it and form your own opinion if you like. My recommendation is it's not a good film. Find another movie. Watch so, watch a movie from the '90s, man. Watch Face Off. Yeah, like, yeah. It's a better movie about people fighting themselves. It's also not good. <laughs> but Face Off. I love Face Off. It's man. so. It, it's. Okay, it, it is the most John Woo film ever made. Yes, it's a good example of a '90s romp that's like fun as fuck. But yeah, it's like it not doesn't take good. itself seriously. It's yeah, it's not good. It's yeah, fun to it's watch. So great. Papa's <laughs> got a brand new bag. Come on, yeah, baby. Ain't it cool? Fucking <laughs> <laughs> just the idea of John what, Travolta. You, wa- you watch your fucking mouth. John Travolta playing Nick Cage playing John Travolta. Come on. Yeah. It writes itself, you guys. It's fun. But this is like that same thing, but it's like if it was made in the 90s, I don't even think it would have been good then. I don't think. because Well, well I mean, you would have had another director taking over. Maybe if it, it was John, John Woo. Woo. <laughs> if it was John Woo that made this movie, I mean, is that because they're both Asian? Come on! But, uh, you know, Ang Lee, because they're, bo- they're <laughs> yeah. both Asian. No, I get it. Okay, yeah, <laughs> you just hated everything I said. Um... No, I think that maybe it, it would have been a good movie if he had it. Yeah. The, also, the movie has it just has pacing issues. Um, Real bad. Like it's just it, it it's very slow for an action film. And like, then yeah, there's not much action in it. No. But I will say this is my positive takeaway: the action was shot well. The action was. Oh, sh- I disagree. I don't disagree. Okay. <laughs> the action was shot well, the, especially the first motorcycle. Uh, the there's a scene where they're chasing each other on motorcycles. If you take out the fact that it looks fake. It's shot well. Like, it's compelling. It's it's interesting to watch. It, yeah. It's shot well. It's choreographed well. But, like I said, the only drawback is it still looks fake as shit. Like, yeah. Will Smith looks fake. His motorcycle looks fake. Everything he's doing with the motorcycle doesn't make any sense. And, that, and that's like, just the regular Will Smith that's in the movie. The other Will Smith that is the carbon cologne copy... Carbon clone copy. Carbon Say clone. that three times. Carbon cologne. The clone. For the cologne. for the film that doesn't know what decade it's in. Carbon, Carbon cologne. cologne. <laughs> <laughs> that should be a soundbite. Um, yeah, for the clone. Even the so the clone looks fake, but then also Will Smith looks fake. Yeah. Like his actual character. It. They both look like Black Panther. But as far as camera work goes, I thought the camera work was great on that action scene. That action um, scene. It's fine. It's. I thought the fight choreography was good. Uh, it just. But again, you mean with himself? All of these are silver lining things. Because the fight choreography was good, but the other Will Smith looks so fake. How about the scene in the cave thing with all the skulls around mm-hmm. where they both look fake as shit? Because it's just computer. Like, 
I swear to God, their their limbs extended. It looks so bad. They they both look like Mr. Fantastic, and it's like the camera's really close to them, and they're getting like their faces thrown on the skulls or whatever that's down mm. there. You remember all this, right? I'm not imagining it. <laughs> yeah. right? Okay, uh, it looked horrible. It yeah. looked it was so dark, and the only light was coming from Mary Elizabeth Winstead's. Huh? Winstead? It's Winstead for Winston sure. Winston Churchill. It's spelled W-I-N-S-T-E-A-D. <laughs> Agree, disagree. Really? <laughs> I, I can't tell if you're being serious or not. Do you disagree? It's spelled Winstead. I mean, is Will Smith a real person? Who knows? <sighs> well, I mean, he's three people. Spoiler alert. Uh, no, that is a spoiler. Although, yeah. I, I will say. I didn't see that coming. I had a completely different I thought it was going to be Clive head. Owen. That, I thought it was going to oh, be a clone of Clive Owen. That would have been great. And that wouldn't have surprised me at all. At, yeah, that would have been better than. Uh, Just another Will being, Smith clone. Like, I, my prediction was that it was Will Smith's third, like the second clone without. Fear, emotion, and pain. You predicted that? Yes. Really? Yes. Huh. That was after, like, when it sh- when he, like, motioned to it or whatever. I'm like, oh, that's another th- thing. And then it started moving CGI. And I was like, well, of course it's Will Smith. Why wouldn't you just have a fucking regular v- gymnast do that? Because, like, that's not possible. That's All not that shit doing. is... Hell no, that's yeah, not yeah. possible. I'm sure it's not. But also, you could have filmed it in a way that it didn't look stupid CG. It's so fucking stupid. It looks dumb. Anyway, so back to the thing that I was saying about the... What was I saying? Um... Oh, the fight in the catacombs or whatever. Mm-hmm. Their limbs, did you, it, it looked like their limbs were like longer yeah, than they should Yeah, there was tracking been. problems on the body. I mean, I just, it, it, you it's know. It's a good you idea. Can, you can see the difference now between a CGI build and a mocap. Yes. Because like mocap is like, he would have looked human. He would have moved yeah. like a human being because a human would have been mm-hmm. playing him. It yeah. just doesn't make any sense. Why do this? Like why yes. build it yes. from the ground up? Why not do mocap and then replace, de-age him? Why yes. can Marvel make a perfect 20-year-old version of Sam Jackson, and then Ang Lee is just like, well, let's just build the whole fucking thing in CGI. I think it's because it's not... I don't... I I wonder how much control Ang Lee had over this movie. Do you wonder that? Um, Because he I do. had so much over Life of Pi, right? That looked amazing. Yeah, well, Life of Pi, Crouching Tiger, Brokeback Mountain, those are all... Those all feel like films that one person made. Yes. This movie feels like a film that a bunch of producers made. Yes. And they all had input, and they were like, well, put this in, put this in. And Will Smith in. was a producer, right? No, I don't think so. Well, I mean, maybe. I'm but, sure he was. But, I mean, you saw how many production companies run that movie. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. There's, like, fucking nine of them. Yeah, three of them are bank- bankrupt now. <laughs> uh, this movie bombed, and it should have. Um, yeah, it is not such a, a fucking Oof. stinker. Also, this is another... Th- okay, so my... This was my prediction about halfway through into the movie. So, it's the moment where Mary Elizabeth Winstead's character, she... Gra- What's her name again? Danny. Danny. <laughs> how many times did they say that, and I just didn't They said it a lot. <laughs> um, so, she grabs... So... Will Smith gets in the big fight or whatever. Got a lot of blood on him. She mm. cleans him up. She takes the bandage or whatever, puts mm. that in her pocket, yeah. right? The moment she does that, I start thinking that she's up to something so nefarious. I. Yeah, I right? thought she was a bad guy. So then she like gets the, the she ends up giving it to a lady, right, with the the hat that fell off of the clone, mm-hmm. and then she ends up finding out that oh, it's your clone. But she says it in such a way. She says it to, so explanatory, like she says it five different times. Yeah, in different ways. she's like they thought that it was I gave samples of the same person. It wasn't. It was two different people. It was him and you. You're him. It's your clone. <laughs> You're like, Jesus yeah. Christ. It's your carbon cologne. I was like, who the fuck wrote this? I don't know the I'm like, why is she saying this five times in a row? And then Will Smith's like, still piecing it together. He's like, wait, this is my clone? Uh, uh, Woo! Uh, <laughs> do I get him a birthday present? <laughs> I got to give me one of these. <laughs> so fucking dumb. But yeah, then, man. Then my prediction was that, because every time they went somewhere new, 
the, the Clive Owen had sent per people to like like they followed him to Budapest, mm-hmm. and it's like, well, how do they keep tracking us? And it's like, I don't know. Why don't you fucking look around at you guys? Like something clearly is up, right? Mm. And then I thought it was gonna be her, and then I was like, is it that predictable? Is it really? And then it, uh, and then I thought it was gonna be her, and then the two uh, Will Smiths like get together. And then the two Will Smiths. <laughs> yeah, they fuck. And they the two Will Smiths. But I thought that Will Smith's original and then Will Smith clone were gonna like join forces and then it was all gonna be a test that the original Will Smith wasn't in on it, but it was gonna be a test for the clone to see if he was uh, worthy of doing it, and it was going to be Elizabeth Winstead who was making the test happen. Or not you thought she was like pulling all the strings? I didn't think she was pulling all the strings. I thought Clive Owen was still pulling the strings, mm. but I thought it was all going to be a test to see if he could like endure this kind of emotional strain to be a hitman for Clive Owen, but using Elizabeth Winstead as the pawn. Mm. Like that's what I thought the thing was going into, and then where it went, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this is probably worse than that predictable idea. Huh. I love it. Yeah, because you're, you're, I feel like your idea is so well thought out, and it really just boils down to they put a fucking tracker in them. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> fuck, it's a tracker. Of course. You didn't think about that, you dumb shits. Well, like, I, I mean, I'm sure I'm sure that they thought they were tracking them somehow, but they were being so safe about it that it didn't make sense. I wouldn't I wouldn't think that they had implanted something into me three years ago. You know what I mean? Yeah, but, I mean, the amount of – but that – if that was a plot point in a 90s film – then it would have been believable. There's a lot of nineties films for this. Yeah, <laughs> they fuck. They don't they mention like beepers or something at some point or not beepers, but the burner, the, burner which phones, that yeah. that still happens today. But there was something else that happened. I'm like, that's fucking nineties for sure. It was something when the old guy was talking. I can't remember, but there's a lot of old guys in this. But um, oh, the nineties sexual banter or whatever, like. Do you want two rooms or? Mm-hmm. And then she's like, two rooms, two rooms. And then it's like, the, Peter, uh, is it Peter Wong? Benedict Wong. Benedict Wong. But they both look at each other, and then uh, Will Smith's like, "Come on, you cock block me." That's basically what he's saying, right? Like, I think he's, I don't think he was saying that. I think no, he was saying, but I think he's saying, "Come on, you know it's not like that." Oh, I thought he was saying like, "Come on." No, I think it was more like you know. Well, first of all, Mary, she's like twenty years younger than him. I know, so but like, so I never, this... I never once thought that there was gonna anything was gonna happen. I did think that she was gonna hook up with the clone though. Oh, I didn't think that at all. I did. I mean, uh, if I were the clone, I would have. I, well, I mean, the clone had no emotion, right? Or he did. He had, had, emotion. He he had, had a lot emotion. emotion. He had emotion, but he was too um, detached from people. Yeah. Right. He was emotional, but he was he couldn't. Sweet ass bedroom too. Uh, yeah. What the fucking shoe collection he had? I did, but I also saw all of the uh, toy planes and uh, child things because he's a child in his brain. Yeah, he's stunted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because mm-hmm. Clive Owen, that's what he did to him. I will give kudos to Clive Owen. Clive yeah, Owen he's did, good. Clive Owen did the best with what he could do. Yeah, he had. he's playing the carbon villain. It was like, very carbon. He wore all black the whole movie. Of course, dude. This movie sucked shit. It's not good. Uh, it's not good, you guys. We went from that high of Joker, and we just crashed right down. Oh, I knew it was happening. Into the pits of hell with Gemini Man. What else? Um, there's so many fun things to talk about with this movie, though. Uh, so they do they do go to Budapest, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, for what? Why? Well, they have to talk to a guy that's somehow included in this whole weird thing. And then all the dialogue that they have between that is easily figureable outable, uh, figure outable. Um, sure. But this is a thing that I noticed about Yuri. When he's talking, it's like they dubbed him. 
it's I didn't, I didn't notice that oh man his his mouth was wait who's like, yuri yuri is the guy like they went to the spa or whatever oh yeah, in okay. budapest um which is like why are you sitting on a balcony you're being fucking chased you know that how many times have they fucking tracked you they know that you're oh jesus christ so anyway so they go into the turkish bath or whatever it is and then this yuri guy is like giving them all information and then uh, but the, he's te- he's um, he's talking, and his voice like his voice doesn't match his mouth correctly, and it's just weird. That. You gotta. I think it's a thing that's happening more with foreign actors now in movies. Because, he had a pretty thick accent, though. Yeah, but I think they added an accent in from someone else. Hmm. I really feel like it, or they like it was dubbing weird, or maybe it was too loud in the background, so they had to do ADR. But it was it was like Rambo. It was like Rambo: Last Blood when they when. Um, the dad or whatever of Gabriella. You remember that scene, right? Mm-hmm. She's talking to him. His voice does not match his lips at all. It's the same thing that happened with this guy. Mm-hmm. It's really strange. Pay t- I mean, next movie we see where hopefully that happens because I'm really curious. I don't even know what the movie we're seeing is. <sighs> we'll figure it out. Jay and Silent Bob, the reboot? No, please no. <laughs> oh, there's one more thing. I know I'm talking a lot on this episode. I'm really hogging it. It's fine. I, I, but everything I, wanted to say. I, I paid attention to this movie a lot and... Uh, <laughs> A lot of the things that I didn't like. Uh, what, I guess there's... What's one redeemable thing? Do you have one? No. There's no... Con- uh, oh! Oh! The one thing that I did like, and then I'll say the one last thing that I hated that uh, would have worked in a different movie, and then I think I'm done. Um, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, Danny, right? She yeah. is in a fight scene... Early into the movie, when it's Pretty like, fight scene. which that was great. Mm-hmm. That was great. You know why? Because they were both real, real people. people. <laughs> yeah. uh, they get bloody. Like the set is involved. It was very similar to the James Wan Nicole Kidman um, fight scene in the beginning of Aquaman. Right. Mm-hmm. It was very similar to that, where it was like this was an R-rated version of it, where there's like her head scratching through the window. There's blood. Everything's you know moving or whatever. Um, the sound doesn't really add up in a lot of the scenes where it's like she's breaking glass. And there's like no sound. It did seem like noticed that yeah. in the catacombs fight too. Like the sound yeah. sounded like real muffled or muted. And then there was like one time where like the a real a real Smith fake Smith. That's real what I'm Smith. gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> real Smith hits fake Smith, and then there's a sound. And then there's a sound right after it, too, where you're like, okay, no one hit anybody there. Mm. I noticed that. Um, but I did like the fight scene with her and then the guy. And then her, like, because uh, he says something to her. It's just like, you want to tell me this information now or wait five minutes uh, when you lose all your teeth or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then she, like, beats him up, gets him in a stranglehold, and then says the exact same thing to him. And then later, it's the next scene, Will Smith knocks on the door, and then uh, he's like, she says, it's so-and-so. And he's like, how'd you find out? And then she drops teeth into his hand, and yeah. he just drops them onto the ground. I'm like, that was fucking cool. Yeah, that's a really good scene. That was cool. That was cool. One redeeming thing. One thing that I didn't like. One other thing. Yeah. One other thing that I didn't like was the, um, there's a lot of shots in this movie where, okay, let's say Mike and I are looking at each other right now. And then it's beautiful. The, it is, but <laughs> our eyes right now are the camera. So you're looking at me, but you're having a conversation with me. But I'm the camera. And then cut to Mike, and he'll be having the conversation. It's it's this weird thing where it's like a POV shot mm-hmm. in the movie, and it's like this doesn't fit this movie though. It's such a strange choice. I don't know. David Fincher did does you, that a lot. Did you notice that in this movie? I noticed two. I think two moments when it happened when the Russian guy was talking to. Um, Real Smith. 
which yeah. is what I'm calling him in this Real, Real Smith. Um, right. I noticed it happened there. The Russian guy? Do you mean the in Budapest? In the Turkish bath? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I, think, it was the only, I think it was the only time I, I noticed that. There was that, <laughs> and there was a scene with him and um, Danny, and mm-hmm. they were talking like that. And I think there was another scene with Benedict Wong and Will Smith or something. It was just, it happened, and Clive Owen and Will Smith. Yeah, it happened a lot. Mm. Wow. Well, Garrett, I gotta eat some food before I... Go to work? Yeah, so let's figure this shit out. All right. Let's rate this fucking dumpster fire. I mean... I can go first. If yeah, want. if you want to. Cause movie sucked. Yeah. <laughs> movie sucked, it's man. Not it was not good. good. I, I'm going to give it a pretty low score. I think I'm going to go... <laughs> I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to refrain from giving it like a zero. Because, yeah. like I said, I did like some of the cinematography. The, there was a couple of good fight scenes or action scenes. <coughs> but, I mean, just a big misfire, man. I'm going to give it a three. Oh, give it a three... Um, uh, three... Epinephrine shots. Oh God, I forgot about <laughs> Out of that. The yeah, we know. Like everybody knows what a fucking epipet is. Yeah. Uh, also, bee venom. Oh yeah, I was gonna look. Is up that a thing? a thing? He shoot the the clone shoots. Sorry, fake Smith shoots real Smith with a bullet or whatever or a dart, and it's apparently got bee venom in it. Which uh, they do have venom. Bees have venom. I did not know that. I always thought it was the stinger. That like just stung you like a mosquito bite. Mosquitoes don't have venom, right? Mosquitoes? Yeah. I don't think so. Yeah. So, it's so just yeah, the... bee venom is an anaphylactic, apparently. Wow, I had no idea. It can temporarily relax your face muscles. Muscles. Uh, so it's re- often used in natural Botox therapy. Well, it definitely didn't relax any of his muscles. He was very tense. He was dying. Good acting um, from Real Smith. Fake Smith just fucking cried a lot. staring at him with yeah, crying a lot. Just always crying. His <laughs> mouth moving weird. It was yeah. real bad. What are you rating it? Uh, I'm gonna give it two, yeah, two. We knows out of ten, because how many times did I think that it's your clone? We know, and uh, we all know because the trailer told us it's a month ago. Anaphylactic <laughs> shock. I, we know. So that's, yeah, yeah. Yeah, where are the kids finding you this weekend, man? I'm gonna be featuring at Dr. Green's Comedy Club. Come all on right. out, right. Lachlan I'll, Patterson. Everybody. I will never feature there. You should. I, 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 I honestly, I think it's because of numbers of comics, and uh, for some weird reason, the amount of people that we have returning that probably shouldn't be. Dude, I told you about Stu. Doesn't matter. Doesn't need to be yeah, right yeah. Um, you can find me at the 702. Where's that? Midland, Michigan. Oh, uh, Midland. The, the night this episode drops, this Thursday. Is that, um, uh, is that, is that, uh, that certain agency booking it or no? No. Okay. There's another show in Midland that they do have that's really fun. What, really? Where's this at? Is it a one-nighter? Yeah. Is it a bar? Mm-hmm. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Well, let me know how it goes. I've done it before. It's great. It's always sold out. Oh, it's good. in my ballroom. Oh, yeah. okay. Well, that makes sense. Then. Yeah, we'll get into the factory, motherfucker. Okay. Well, have fun. Thanks, man. You're welcome. I'm Mike is that, Logan. Is that it? For, oh, no. What are you, that's it. That's where I'm at. I'm not anywhere else this weekend. This weekend. That's right. Yeah. I was thinking of next weekend already. Sorry. <laughs> anyway, uh, I'm Garrett Elziga. And that was... Trash? Trash? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought we were doing the... Uh... I said Mike Logan first. I already said it. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm Mike Logan. I'm Garrett Elziger. And, and that, that was, was trash. T- 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 God damn it. Trash? Hold on. I got to fart. I'll fart right in the mic. I'm Mike Logan. I'm Garrett Elziger. And, and that, that was... was t- 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 trash? There we go. I farted on Mike.